0: Don't know. <laughs> whatever that means that's what he said I like all it. right I like you ready it. yes all right yo welcome to the reps that
1: count podcast we are your hosts i am valence and i'm adam and the reps that count are the moments struggles and victories that define what it is to live a good life so on this podcast we dive into the good reps of fitness, mindset, and relationships, and how to approach those to make your life better. Hey, yeah, yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that. What's Absolutely. up, Adam? How you doing? I'm yeah. good, man. I'm good. Ep- episode 17. A 17? Yeah. I count. This is 16.
0: How, how is oh, this?
1: Oh, ah, it is 17. It we is. had a last episode.
0: No, but I thought... We didn't count oh, did we I don't know, anyways, episodes sixteen or seventeen, yeah <laughs> we we'll wanna look back at it. all right, so on this podcast, we have a little bit of a tradition where we ask a question, and this question is not only for us, we will answer, but if you want to take the time to think about your answer, you could put it in the comment section or just write it in your journal or whatever. This is I think a very good exercise to do every once in a while, so Adam. Yesterday. What is something you've done
1: in the past week that you are proud of? Okay, so Saturday, we went to a wedding. Okay,
0: that's how the pictures.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Uh-huh. And it, it was the fittest wedding I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because it was all CrossFitters, but it, it was a really fit wedding. And we don't get out often, but we went out. Oh, you? yeah, 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 yeah. But... So I'm not proud of how how ham I went during the wedding, although it was fun. I'm proud of the next day I got up. I was probably hungover for about 15 minutes. OK, shook that off. And I was at the zoo with Caden by nine. OK, so it was the fact that I did not let that night ruin the next day. I got you.
0: I like that. I like that. You still you still woke up and took care of your responsibility. Yep. What were you drinking though? Like what's your drink of choice?
1: I was drinking whiskey diets, and that's not even my drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was just what I was handed to. I'm you. a
1: tequila drinker, but I don't <laughs> drink do. I don't drink anymore. So I like I I it, I'm talking I go months yeah, yeah, drinking yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point. But I walked up to the bar and <laughs> And I think the person in front of me ordered a whiskey diet, and I was like, that sounds that good. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> let me get the same thing. Okay. Well, I worked in, in the bar. I was a bartender for 10 years. I should be a better drink orderer yeah, yeah, at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, nope. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a rookie again. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Give me a pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> Do people have a, like, bartenders
0: hate when people order pina colada? Oh, really? Hate it. Hate it. Oh, my God. What's, oh, my, I know this is, I should be answering the question, but Like, what's another drink besides pina coladas
1: that, like, when somebody orders, like, the bartender's, like? It depends at the bar that you work at. Okay. Because some bars are prepared for this. And everything's set up for you to make complex cocktails. But if it's not set up like that, like a mojito, like, you got to go grab mint leaves. You got to grind it up with limes and, and sugar. And there's a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've worked at a mojito bar and it's just it's set just up that is just as fast. Okay. But yeah, if I need a blender. like, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Have, uh, have a shot. <laughs> okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Okay. Oh, what's one thing that you are proud of this past week? Honest,
0: oh, so I'm going to, it actually has to do with this podcast. So one of the things that we've been working on is Improving the audio quality and video also. And two episodes ago, we released an episode and the audio was bad. Like, it, it was bad. I didn't even notice it. It was The volume was too high and our friend Ari reached out to us and was like, yo, you guys are clipping. So I had to go back and do some edits. But in the conversation we had with him, like, he just basically gave us some tips. And I learned in- in how tip. to implement that on episode 16. That's awesome. So I started adding some compression and like... So everything sounded better, episode 16. Now this episode, we have a whole different mic setup. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm I'm like, I'm proud of that. Like right now, like we're moving. And like the last episode with the mic stand we had, it was just vibrating. Everything was just getting picked up. So once we hit, every time we hit the table, it was just like... A sock. Just on your microphone, because <laughs> mine was still on, <laughs> on the on the floor. But now we can move around, you feel me? We're good. Oh, I am Gucci. proud of that, you know, learning new skills and improving. I'm proud of you,
1: dude. Yeah, man, I appreciate okay. that. If you guys don't know, I just talk, and Valenz does everything else. Nah, right? you do You do other stuff. You, you. do the uploading, and you did the transcript. He gave, me, he gave me one task. <laughs> you can you upload what I've already put in all the work for? Can you just hit click OK? Like, gave me one task. I mean, it, he's it's, amazing. It's teamwork, man. It's teamwork.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's that. Now, if you want to introduce the topic, I don't know how you're going to introduce this, but this is a, a great topic.
1: Oh yeah. So, the topic for today is being present. Or, yeah, no, it is being. Present. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Something that. I think most of us struggle with and it causes a lot of anxiety, it causes miscommunication with spouses, it causes you not making the most of your time or what you're currently involved in like your fitness program, your nutrition because you're doing something else or thinking about, thinking something, about else. something else. Yeah. Um so it's definitely something that I'm not a pro at yet and I work at every day. Every single day I'm trying to be present and something is pulling me in another direction. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And it also causes depression. A hundred. Right. So one of the quotes, I don't remember where I got this from, but essentially when you are thinking and worrying about the future, that causes anxiety. Mm-hmm. And when you're thinking and like trying to relive the past, that could cause depression. Oh, yeah. So like being in the present moment, that's just like how, that's like the cheat code to life. So.
1: The reps that count. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So, so now, you know, with the new format, we're going to link this to fitness, the mind, and relationship. So let's dive into fitness. I think I have some good stuff for this one. Good, good. You'll okay, so start.
1: You know what? I'm going to let you tackle fitness. I'm going to tackle nutrition. You, oh, you want me to do the whole? No, nah, no. Nah, just start because, like, you have the notes and okay. like, my things are just,
0: like, just, like, give okay, us cool. a
1: broad... Well, no, I, so I, I more wanted, cause when I talk about fitness, I'm actually talking about wellness. So yeah. nutrition falls into that. Yeah. And I think most people know that they shouldn't eat a Big Mac. Okay. And when they're too busy or they're not setting the right intentions and they're not being present, that's just their default that they go to because it's the easiest it's thing. It's easy. Yeah. So mindful eating is something that I practice with my clients and something that I think people should adopt more of. You don't need to count macros. You need to be mindful about what you put in your mouth. Yeah. And that that's kind of that's kind of it. But there's a lot of different ways of doing this. And with my clients I I practice Actually, visualizing what you're about to eat, thinking about it, thinking about the process that it took to get to your plate, mm-hmm. and that puts your mind in a completely different space. Like, let's say you're eating a grape. A grape. It's like <laughs> think I don't know about. Why I just like I really just got into the place of eating. Yeah, it's like grape. think about where that grape came from. Like from a farm, right? Like who picked that grape, and what was the process of getting to your plate? And I'm talking like an an extreme situation, but being mindful of the the process that it took to get to you, that and now you're going to put it into your body. Because when you think about, like, let's say a real healthy salad with chicken and all this stuff, that's a big process. Yeah, that is hundred percent. Yeah, but you can appreciate that process as opposed to think about what it took to get that Big Mac on your Mm, plate yeah so completely different process yeah so you think about slaughterhouses you think about fake meat you think about hydrogenated oils you're thinking you know you're you know so yeah you're like oh maybe I shouldn't (laughs) necessarily put that in my mouth
0: yeah I didn't know where you were going with that but it makes sense
1: yeah right but let's
0: go back to the salad or just in general like preparing food at home Mm -hmm. right like i feel like that's something you could appreciate too because like you're putting the time and effort into yourself so like when you're sitting there and you're enjoying
1: the meal that you
0: prepared like that has a a positive energy to
1: it so i'm gonna share this article in the notes okay for i think i can only do it on youtube so if you watch it on youtube i'll share it in the comments but they did a study and this is about 15 years ago And it was over uh, meditating or praying over your food. Mm. And they had one group of people talk very negatively to the food. And one group of people show gratitude for what they were about to consume. And the group of people that were talking negative to the food, when they looked at the food under a microscope, it completely changed the the molecular uh, composition of the food. And and it was like and they showed the pictures like the people that were practicing gratitude it looked like snowflakes, and the people that were practicing like negative talk towards their food it looked it just looked crazy. So I think there's a lot of power in expressing gratitude for what you're about to put into your body. Do we know the full science behind that? Probably not, but it, it, that's some real data right there that. Being intentional, mindful, and practicing gratitude really affects everything around you. I feel
0: like they did the same study with plants, also. Probably, yeah. I feel like like there is like a study where like there are two plants, and one of them got like the negative talk, the other one got the positive talk, and the positive plant like grew oh, like, yeah. exponentially, like more. Yeah. So yeah, the the words are so powerful. Oh yeah, always powerful. Yeah, but yeah, I love that, man. Just like again. Just thinking about the process, I, I I feel like you could get be more appreciative, and it would bring you you know better like just energy and f- a feeling towards the the eating. But yeah, I guess as far as fitness, like some of the the things we could talk about is like being present, right, mm-hmm. and having an intention while you're working out. So that's something that I, I think I touched on before back when I took a break from weightlifting mm-hmm. because I would come into the gym and I just, I wouldn't feel like weightlifting and I couldn't be present in the moment so I had to take a break because I'm like if I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing I could get hurt mm-hmm. and that's one of the biggest things that could happen but the, the thing I really want to touch on was the note that you text me as far as just like being present in class mm-hmm. and one of the things that I notice frequently at every CrossFit gym I've ever been to is just like the individuals who come to the class and are having sad conversations or they're on the phone while the coach is talking and explaining things. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And just first and foremost, that is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like that is The up, Like, as disrespectful as you could be when someone is explaining something and then you're in the back having a conversation that everybody else could hear. It's disrespectful to the coach and it's disrespectful to the other people, the other members who are paying for the service and they're trying to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like the reason a lot of people do that is because they feel like they know the information already. Like, newer CrossFitters are not going to be talking. They're going to come, they're going to listen. So the more experienced individuals are, ah, I know what the, the workout is, box jumps, ball balls, burpees. I, I could do that. Yeah, Like I already know 21 59. I'm good. I Whatever the coach is saying is not important. But, I I mean, you've seen me do workouts here before. I'm a, a weightlifter. I've trained under some of the best coaches in Florida, a couple of them. But if I'm doing a class and there's snatches or cleaning jerks, I'm doing the warm-up. Mm-hmm. Whatever the whatever the warm-up is, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm not going to be like, ah, I got my own warm-up. I'm going to go in the corner, do my warm-up. You guys let me know when the class starts. No, yeah. if I'm in the class, I'm going to do the or warm-up. whatever, Whatever it is, even if I feel like it doesn't make sense, I'm going to follow it. And the reason being is I find a lot of value in hearing things again. Yeah. Right. Although I might know the information, you might explain it in a way that I've never heard. And one of the things I found in weightlifting is one word could change your complete understanding of a movement. Mm-hmm. And everything that you've heard in like two, three years, one word could just bring it all together. Yep. And I think that's one of the the things that a lot of people miss, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I already know this information, but I don't know. I, just being present is come into class paying attention to what's going on, being in the one hour that you're here. Like you're, you're probably going to
1: be in the gym for like two, three hours anyway. And and you would enjoy that class so much more. I don't care what they're teaching or what's going on in class, but just being, letting go of the world. That's why yeah, people that's, do this. That's what dude. you're <laughs> to be doing. Yeah. Letting go of everything that's outside and just being here for an hour is, is a uh, powerful medicine. And People don't. <laughs> no, not at all. And
0: the other benefit too, right? Is like, all, like you get to learn how to explain things to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, as I'll listen to somebody just say something over and over again, and now that just becomes like a tool that I can use. Yep. for
1: somebody else. And so. I wrote this down here. Just even if it's the same warm up eight thousand times, coaches shouldn't do that. But let's say it is. Embracing repetition as also a form of being present is important. Yeah. So I have a tattoo of the Enzo circle on on my arm and in Buddhist culture, they draw the Enzo circle every single day, same circle. Wow. Okay. And it's to one of the meanings of the Enzo circle is when the mind is free to let the body create and that's ultimate presence, right? So by doing this incomplete circle, because it's never perfect, It's that thousands of repetitions that allows your mind to be free. And now the body can do what the body's meant to do. So enjoy, like finding joy in repetition. Like when you, when something becomes so automatic that it's freeing, that's a next level. Okay. And that's like that flow state kind of level but you can't do that unless you put in the, yeah, the, the reps mean, yoga right yeah, like, yeah, they're doing the same the floor floor to, all the time yeah how do you expect to get great at anything if you haven't put in 10,000 right yeah now? like it's just
0: I, I've taken many yoga classes and it's all you know down dog to up dog and vinyasa it's the same thing like they might switch it up a bit mm-hmm. but it's the same things over and over until you get great at it yep so yeah man I love that um, did you, did you have a nugget for? for yeah, like um, all of that. I felt like all of that was, was it's big nugget. nuggets. Yeah,
1: I'll do for eating. A lot of people eat fast, and it's becoming faster and faster. They did studies; it's like fifty percent faster than it was ten years ago because people are just in such a rush. And fifty mm-hmm. percent over the previous decade, it's getting ridiculous, right? We're just trying to eat as quick as possible. Your body cannot process that food. Digestion starts in the mouth. And you have to chew 20 to 30 times. And I don't do this. I wish I did. <laughs> don't do this. But you have to chew each bite 20 to 30 times in order to, especially like fibrous foods, in order to start that process and digest something o- appropriately. Okay. I'm a kind of person where I swallow my food. My mom <laughs> said, You eat like you were in prison. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what I did was start putting my fork down in between each bite. Oh, okay. And it just gives you a couple sec. It just makes you aware. Like, you, you know, like sometimes there was times where I didn't even look at my food. I was just like, I had three minutes between yeah. class to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not, that's not the way eating supposed to happen. You know, it's, it's, you're supposed to sit down and d- undistracted, leave your phone somewhere else and appreciate this, you know, this nurturing that you, process that you're going through so my nugget is if you struggle with this just put your fork start small just put your fork down between each bite don't even count your bites but between each bite just put your fork down and that will start the process okay i love that i
0: think for me it's just pay attention <laughs> just pay attention and try to find like you know if you're in class as a student try to learn something new Mm -hmm. and it's not that hard right it could be a a new word or how somebody else describes something because we could go out there and two different coaches could coach the exact same workout and they will explain it totally different ways oh yeah so just pay attention and try to pick something up and for
1: coaches give them something new yeah like just and it doesn't have to be a new method, because there's, you know, yeah, there's only science is so science. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but explain it. Not everyone learns the same way. Oh, uh, yeah. So explain it a little bit different. Like, do your homework. Like, yeah. we do, I do homework every day. And before any code class I coach, I'm watching YouTube videos. YouTube videos, yeah. And I am trying to learn something. Just, and it, I've been doing this a real long time.
0: Yeah, 'Cause again, you could explain something and it won't make sense and then you explain it different like the way I use box jumps to yeah. explain snatches. Yeah. yeah the other day, right? Like that. that's
1: and I had never heard them.
0: That. that I I'm the only person that I know <laughs> so I've never heard nobody else, anybody else do that. Yeah. I thought and that, that was, was the first amazing. time I've explained it to somebody. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever, but I've had it in my mind for a long time. It came
1: like, off smooth. Because hey. <laughs> I
0: practiced it in my head all the time. So yeah. Give us I love that. All right.
1: mindset Mindset.
0: being present this this is is a
1: big one a huge one so this is the one that a lot of us struggle with and if we approach the mind then it can transfer over to relationships and and into fitness and health but it all starts in the mind and being present is hard your mind is at least for especially for us yeah like I'm diagnosed ADHD, my mind is always trying to do something else. Right now there's 3 songs, 17 tabs. Like there is my mind is always doing so much. So I have to constantly remind myself to be here. Yeah. And there's certain moments, there's certain places in in life that allow me to be a little more present. Like this this has been so good for me. Oh, because yeah. of that. Yeah. Like, I am just here. <laughs> this is like, it. for real. Yeah. Like,
0: like, there's not, like, I just looked on my phone for notes. Yeah. But, like, when I'm in here, it's like, we're yeah.
1: <laughs> <I've worked> good. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> like, man, this is maybe one of the most present places there. But find a couple places that allow you to be really present. Do more of that. That's a good start. Then another really important thing is just tackling one thing at a time. Multitasking is a lie, a real big lie. You cannot give enough attention to several things at the same time. Tackling one thing with full your full attention, you're going to be able to do quality work faster than half-assing 20 things. Mm. And, and I think it's important to even like flow states real, like you can crank out some real good quality work if you, if you get into that flow state. Hyper focus flow state, but that only happens if there's one thing you're focused on. Yeah,
0: yeah, 100%. Wow, sorry. I was like, I got lost in like, and thought I was just kind of focused on what you were saying, and I lost my train of thought of what I was gonna say. All right, so you wrote like in the notes that we have the grass is greener on the other side I think you said that as like a syndrome
1: or something grass is greener syndrome I suffer from it So okay cool big time
0: I think so that is definitely something I feel like a lot of people suffer from right like you're always thinking that you know if if you made this decision instead of this other one like things would have been better or if you were in this car instead of this other car things would be better and I feel like the the way to be present when it comes to situations is to kind of remember where you were. Oh yeah, that's a what I mean. One. Like that's just great, great, one. and that that will allow you to show gratitude mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this is this is my 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 moment. This is where I am. This is actuality, and I'm grateful for for this, right? And also looking at the alternative of not having, Mm -hmm. right? I think it's
1: negative. Negative visualization. Yeah. I I do it often and it's powerful. Like, oh, it's, it's a stoic meditation and you picture a worse scenario. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I've taken it far. Like I, like I don't have legs, you know, like, like, You know, like when I had to do this before workout, you know, I was in the car and I didn't want to work out and I just closed my eyes and I pictured, like, what if you could? Yeah, what if I couldn't? Yeah. And I got in there and it was a great workout. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. That's powerful.
0: Yeah. So, again, so the thinking that the grass is greener, right? Like, if you had like your neighbor's house, Mm -hmm. like you would live a better life, but you don't necessarily know what, what, like if, again, let's let's just put it this way. A lot of times it's based on decisions, right? I just saw a video where somebody was like, you know, a student could choose to go to a college and they'll go to the college and be like, well, this college sucked. I should have went to the other one. But there's absolutely no way of you knowing Mm -hmm. that the other one would have been a better choice. Mm -hmm. It could have been a worse choice. Right, you could have just been picking from two bad options, but you will you won't know that, and you just have to be okay with not knowing, and you have to be okay with the choices that you made, and finding something positive out of it. Oh
1: yeah. As far as I'm concerned, or no, we don't live in the multiverse, <laughs> so this is your reality. Yeah, and you, these are the cards that you were dealt. And one, it can always be worse. And someone is experiencing something way, way harder than you. And two, this is it. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't have anything else. So worrying about, and I've gotten better at this worrying about what ifs, worrying about other trajectories, worrying about the past or anything like that it is a waste of energy that you could be putting into making your situation better. What grass is greener? The one that you water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And it, it's I, I, my, my old boss from New York. Because I quit and then I came back and I quit and I came back. And he was a good friend of mine. <laughs> we became good friends, and I love. I still love him to today. He said that I would never be happy because <laughs> we're friends. He could talk to me. Uh-huh. This. He was like, Adam, you're you're just when I quit the third time. He was like, Adam, you're just never gonna be happy because you're always going to chase what's next. Oh. And I I had to sit with that. <laughs> I really <laughs> had to sit with that. <laughs> and uh and I did sit with that and I messed up a couple more times, but I I think I I now it's like this is what I have and I am happy with what I have and it it if this is all it, I'm to the point if this is all I have forever. That's okay. Okay. Like, growing this life and doing, like, I'm at a really okay with enjoying with what I have regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. I have my necessities. People are healthy and happy. We're good.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right. Do you want to go ahead and go into your nugget?
1: Yes. So, this one is one that I found. Okay. And it's called the five four three two one technique. So when you find yourself like anxious and thinking about a thousand other things, there's a technique that you can use where you sit down and you close your eyes and actually you don't close your eyes. (laughs) So you point out five things that you can see. Okay. Then you point out four things that you can touch and you point out three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell and one thing that you can taste. And okay. It, and I've tried this before. You tried it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And it snaps you into the present, dude, because you are focused on the things that are around you. Wow. Okay. Another one that I use, when I know I'm supposed to be here and I'm not, like, let's say I'm with my son and I'm thinking about work and we're at the park and it's like, you work so you can hang out with your son at the park, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is where you're happy and this is where you're supposed to be. Don't be thinking about that. I whisper to myself or like in my head, it's like, be here, be here. And it's like almost like a mantra that I'm saying. And that's, that's actually the only mantra that I use. Just be here. Be here. And sometimes it just takes that constant reminder that stop that dummy. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So honestly,
0: being present is one of the goals that I have for this year. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually the, the last thing I wrote when I did my goals is to be present, which is very broad, but it's still, it's relevant for me. My nugget would be to plan better. Mm-hmm. Like having better plan, like a better set plan for your day would allow you to be more present. Oh yeah. <laughs> just knowing what what you have to do. Like, Hey, from nine to five, I'm at work and mm-hmm. Hopefully you don't have any emergencies, but if it's not an emergency, you shouldn't worry about anything yeah. other than that, right? And when you're at work, you have your plan there. From six to seven thirty, I'm at the gym. Yep, this is me. From seven thirty to bedtime, I'm with the family. Mm-hmm. This is this is it, and I I think that's a nice way to
1: yeah be present. I hundred percent right? agree. It's it's you tackling the day instead of the day just happening. To yeah, me.
0: and you're just like running I've around. I've had like, those days. Yeah, like, I'm you. That's what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm used to. But I started to have my plan, and it's like, oh yeah, I have to I have work, and I'm going to come and record this podcast, and then I'm going to go home and pack for a trip, and then like just I have it Love kind it. of set, you know. Love it. All right last one man Relation- oh, relationship God. reps. this one is all I don't this one is always tough for me man talking about relationships like it's it's the hard thing to talk about I think yeah yeah cuz I I don't want to like offend people mm-hmm. like relationships is, I, f- I feel like it's a touchy subject and anything you say like a lot of times people tend to just want to internalize like your words when it comes to relationships but these are the reps that count Right. These are the reps that go. Like we have to we have to talk about this. Thing. Yeah.
1: And it you know, relationships isn't only intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. It's your, your relationship with your mom, with your boss, with your coworker, with your enemies. Like <laughs> 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 everything's a relationship. We're just connected sentient beings. Yeah. But we'll talk about it's Valentine's Day. So we'll talk uh, about It <laughs> is Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um so Being present, I I think what really crushes relationships is lack of being present, growing apart, focusing on you and other things and not like listening to the other person, not spending quality time, just quantitative of time. And then you wonder why you grew apart. You you, You weren't present. They weren't present. You guys were just focused on your own thing and, you know, it's a relationships take a lot of work, but I think the number one thing is being present. That's not going to fix all the other bullshit that's going on. Sometimes people aren't meant to be together and that's cool. (laughs) But I think if you're not being present, you you didn't give it a fair shot. Um, So I, you know, active listening, like actually listening, spending like, and it doesn't have to be all day. Sometimes my wife calls me and it is about some stuff that, that you know like the sheets or you know yeah, new, yeah, yeah. new pillows.
0: <laughs> You're like, what? Right, <laughs> new
1: pillows. Okay. I'm working. You know, it, it's yeah, yeah, I get that.
0: I'm not gonna co-sign this part of the conversation. I don't
1: yeah, why. Mad mad <laughs> it wasn't me. It's not part of my notes, okay? But when it comes time to show up, you gotta show up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. with open ears and not to respond, because that's what we do. We are just trying to respond all the time. They don't. You know what? Your wife does not want you to respond when she's on a rant. She does not care about your advice.
0: Ah, uh, it depends. It, it will, depends. It it does de- depend. No, they do want <laughs> you to respond. You have. You have to have the right response. At the right moment. Now, figuring that out, that's on you. <laughs> you're right. You have to respond. You can't give advice when they're just venting, yep. but you can't stay quiet either because then you might she might think you're not listening. Yep. I think sometimes one of the best responses
1: is just to repeat what they said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my wife did that to me today. And you was like, ooh. It was, she uh, She had to interview me for her class. She's studying mental health counseling. Uh-huh. And it was like this open-ended questions. She's learning like, you know, she's in year one, so she's learning the basics. And it was like, so what you're saying is. Yeah. Yeah. What I noticed was. Yeah. Like, yeah and yeah. it was like a lot of that. And it's just getting you to eventually say what you knew all along. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah. So, Um,
1: repeating what they say is a nice way to just show that you're listening without
0: giving advice. Yeah. Which is tough because sometimes I just want to give advice.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, I can, I think this one's pretty simple. We kind of know what to do. I mean, it could, it could be a little bit more complex also. I think, I think I have some. Hit me with it. All right. So,
0: loving someone through change. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that in itself is something that you have to be present for, Mm -hmm. right? When you're seeing somebody going through something, you can't just want the old person back. You can't just keep thinking about the old person. Like this, like people change, right? So if you're in a relationship with someone and they're growing and they're going, growing through something, like not going, growing Mm -hmm. through something, And you're just like, well, we don't do this anymore. Like, we don't do that anymore. You don't come and do this. And it's like, you have to take the time to try to understand what changed, right? Like if, if, if something changes at work and there's more of a load on that individual and he just has less energy when he comes home, like that's something like you, you should not necessarily hold against him, especially if you don't know. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, that means you're not communicating. Yes right? So when you see that change, you have to be like, okay, something changed. Like you have to be present enough to realize that something changed. It could be depression. It could be anxiety, whatever it is. It takes like understanding your partner and being able to be like, Hey, you know, like the past couple of weeks I've noticed such
1: and such. Yeah. Yeah. I've dealt with it. Like you you meet someone and then you have a kid with them. And now they're a mom. Yeah. And now they're, you know, you, you have these expectations and stuff. And, uh, like, you got to let that shit go. Like, being a mom, that shit is fucking hard. It is hard. It, hormonally, what they go through, you know, it, with postpartum and with all that. And, like, it, it's it's hard on both, right? I don't want to say it's harder. It is harder on the mom. But it's hard on both. Yeah. But just knowing that we're meant to change—if <laughs> if you stay the same, you—you've met like that's like staying on the first page of the book or the second page of the book. You do—you weren't turning the pages. So I would say more than just anticipating change, not like wanting to see someone change. Mm-hmm is even better. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to see the next chapter in yeah. Carrie's book. Like, yeah. like that's awesome. And then if you do that, then you're looking out for these changes. Like, Oh, I'm, I can't wait to see what she does yeah, next. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and it's not always going to be in your favor, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, not at all, but dude, you're right. And
0: I'm not going to lie. I have to say, I've been guilty of not, noticing the change myself. Like I've been a victim of it and I've also been guilty of it, Mm -hmm. right? And going through therapy, it's, that's when I realized, okay, like I was, I was in the wrong, Mm -hmm. right? Because you just brought up having a a kid. Yeah. Like for me, it didn't necessarily change me as much as the mother. Yeah. Right. Because for me, it's just like, okay, now I just, I have more responsibility. It's a mental thing for me also. Like, yeah, it's, it's a bigger burden. But there's other things that I'm not going to go through. And having a kid, I, I, it's tough because if both of you guys are going through changes and neither one of you are necessarily like aware of it. Because oh, yeah. you're also preoccupied with this new life that you have to take care of. Yeah. So you completely forget about your partner. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's something that's t- tough right there.
1: There's uh, There's therapy. But there's also books, so many books on understanding what the other person is going Mm -hmm. through because they're not going to tell you. They're trying to figure out their hormones and all this craziness and it's like pick up a book and just like pick up a spark notes of the book, you know, just like (laughs) like, kind of understand, you know, like. All right, she's acting this way because of this and that. It's not her fault that she's crazy. Oh my God, this is an episode we get in trouble. <laughs> um,
0: but yes, you're absolutely correct. Like, like, you have to go, and you don't know, because this is not something that is taught ta- not not something that's talked about like hey if you have a kid you should consider going into to therapy if yeah. they have a kid they're going to go through yeah. such and such you're going to it's just hey you have a kid cool it's you know like you learn the, ba- the basics how to change a diaper and stuff like that
1: so I realize when we were coming up with the title and what we wanted to talk about in this podcast and we were talking about the reps that count it's discretionary effort and that is picking up that book that mm-hmm. because people, are like, I don't know what should I can yeah. bro, figure it out. Yeah. Bro. Like try, 100%. try a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's, those are the reps that count and those are the reps that can really change your relationship. Like they notice that shit. They yeah. notice when you're applying a little bit of effort. And don't get mad when they don't notice it. And don't do it. For- <laughs> yeah. Like, <gasps> oh man, I I I did this and she didn't even say. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Do it for oh, your Yeah. Do it you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't
0: do it to just like throw it in in this person's face. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean there's a lot there, man. Yeah. I think like we could
1: we should probably just do a relationship episode. I would want to bring on like a relationship expert, expert or 100%. something 100%. Like
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. 100%. Cause this is about the extent that I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we might, that will be rep that count. They can help us out with our that'd, relationships. That'd be and great.
1: That'd be, I'm always trying to grow and learn. So and let's,
0: yeah. We just set that up. All right. So that was, man, I, that was three, the, the three. Oh, we didn't do the nuggets yet.
1: Yeah. Everything felt like a nugget today. <laughs> I said this one before, but check-ins. Okay. Like a oh, once a week, check-in where you sit down and you, you you really talk and no small talk or anything like that like like you know how, how are you doing like you good like are we still on track yeah, to yeah, yeah. meet these goals or you know do you need my help do you you know how can how can i help you and undistracted i feel like that those conversations can go a long way Yeah, I'm going to have to go with you there. Like, definitely
0: set some time to check in and have a conversation. Like, and just know I'm talking from experience here that the check ins are not always going to go well. Mm -mm, 50%. Like, (laughs) sometimes the check in might start on Sunday and end on Thursday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. That's you, man, that might prevent six months of not talking about it and then it blows up.
0: You know, check-ins are kind of like the controlled fires mm-hmm. that firefighters do to prevent wildfires. Oh, yeah. It's like you're you're intentionally just, hey, let's get this brush like Absolutely. this. These leaves that are gathering. Let's burn them up right now. Mm-hmm. Get them out of the way before the whole neighborhood catches fire. Yep. So, yeah, check-in for sure.
1: Yeah. This is great. I love that. I like this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right
1: on time. I love it. All right. I think, I think that's the end of this episode. I want to talk about our next episode. Oh, yeah. We have- uh, Yeah, Carlos. So we have a special guest, Carlos. He is- I need a bio from him. But he's, he's a-, <laughs> he's, a <laughs> he's a lawyer- Okay. For insurance companies specializing in mental health and getting people access to therapy. So he's going to share a lot of tips. And then he was like, he's like, yeah, like there's so many resources that people don't even use or they didn't even know about. That's like subsidies and also like a supplemental insurance. So he was like, dude, like these therapies can cost 10 bucks, you know? Oh, like, I yeah. Yeah. I, need- I know, dude. I know I that. It's like everyone does. So I'm so, so excited about this because it really ties into what we're what we're doing. I don't want him to tell me anything before because I just. Oh, you didn't get any like insider trading? No, no. I I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> I I want I want the wow factor of okay. Him, you know him being on the show and he's an amazing guy, new dad too. So, okay. Um, really, really good person. So I'm really excited about that, and you guys get to see it. Awesome! I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I can't wait to hopefully get yeah. therapy for Timba. <laughs> and he's serious. Like he's.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can't wait. We're going to find that. All right. So that's coming up on the next episode. Another thing we really, really want to do is start taking questions from our listeners. So if you could just send some questions over on Instagram, you can send us a direct message or comment anything you want under the videos. The Instagram is at the Revs that count podcast. You could do it on YouTube. Like we're not going to miss your 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 questions. Like we don't have a lot of comments, so we're we're going to see (laughs) it. So any question you have, just anything you want us to tackle. There's like a topic or something. Just throw it in there, and you know we'll gather some information and try to make sure we give you guys the content that could help you. You know, hit the website count. Yep,
1: that's it. All right, man. Until next, see you guys next week. Peace. Well.